Welcome to Be Brave at Work, a podcast devoted to helping you take the next step in your workplace. Each week, we'll be talking with real people with real stories about things they have not said or done or have said or done in their workplace that required bravery. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Everts, and I'm the founder and president of Excellius Leadership Development. Welcome to Be Brave at Work, a podcast devoted to helping you take the next step in your workplace. I hope you have listened to our past podcast conversations. And if you'd like to hear past episodes, go to BeBraveAtWork.com, subscribe to our podcast, and learn some valuable lessons about bravery at work. My new book, Drive Your Career, Nine High-Impact Ways to Take Responsibility for Your Success, is now available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and at any online book retailer you prefer. Check it out today. Our podcast today is sponsored by Cabot Risk Strategies. Based in Woburn, Massachusetts, Cabot Risk Strategies has created innovative and customized insurance strategies for individuals and families, businesses, nonprofits, commercial real estate, and public entities. Cabot's client base continues to expand, both within the region and within the markets they serve. And if you're looking for customized insurance services and solutions, contact Cabot at 800-222-5963 or visit them at cabotrisk.com. I'm really excited to introduce our guest today. Howard Shore is the founder and CEO of Activate Group Incorporated. He is a best-selling author of the Leadership Launchpad and serial entrepreneur specializing in liberating C-suite teams from the barriers holding them back personally and professionally. After owning and selling several of his own companies, working with numerous top Fortune 500 companies, and training with performance-enhancing organizations like Scaling Up and Gazelles, Howard has become a sought-after business mentor, executive coach, and keynote speaker. And I know he has experienced a lot of bravery on his own, as well as working with many clients over the past few years. Hello, Howard. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're thrilled that you're here. And I took an effort to talk a little bit about you, but I think you could probably do a little bit of a better job. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and maybe specifically what you do today in the marketplace? So let's let's start out with why. So so I believe every leader can achieve significantly uh, more success than they ever thought possible. And I have found that the key is to unlock the untapped true potential of the people that actually work for them. I also believe that by mastering a proven framework, uh, you can accelerate uh, those results. You can reduce your stress and and have time to do the things that are truly important to you. Uh, this is why I currently work with successful leaders who, despite their success, know their journey could be much smoother and, and recognize they are, are leaving a lot of opportunity on the table. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm an entrepreneur and, and done a lot of things. And when they heard the bio, uh, they probably said, oh, wow, this guy's done a lot. But but I have to tell you that, you know, you talked about courage. I've had the courage to reinvent myself three times over the last 35 years. And I've been fortunate to have been successful uh, during each leg of that journey. Uh, that, though, has not come without my own trials and tribula- tribulations. And Truthfully, I, I wish I knew before uh, what I know now. I could have avoid, avoided a lot of frustration, accomplished much more, and and not have had to work three times harder than everyone else to achieve what I have. And on your journey, it sounds as though you've shared some thoughts and experiences that you've had in a couple of books. Can you tell us briefly about those? 
Yeah, so, uh, and, and one of them actually just turned bestseller uh, last night, so I'm super excited, and both of them have been bestsellers, but the first Congratulations, one was, that's great. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, and, uh, and, and so I wrote the first book, uh, Your Business is a Leaky Bucket. Uh, it, it, it stemmed from work I'd been done and previously during my career. And one of the things I realized from doing everything from startup to billions in revenue, every company had the same 15 leaks. And and the bigger the company, the bigger the leaks. So the first book, I just wanted to get everybody to realize how much opportunity they had sitting right in front of them. And it was just leaking out of their bucket. And, and then I wrote the second book because you know I wanted to inspire people and show them the five steps on how to unlock all of that potential. And and so the first book is really the why, and the second book is the how. Fantastic. Uh, when I work with clients, we talk a lot about why and how. And as a leadership coach, I spend most of my time on the how, how you lead, how you inspire. I don't spend a lot of time on the what they do, <laughs> per se, but you know, we do spend a lot of time on the how. And I'm curious, when you talk about unlocking true potential, you know, is bravery something that people see as a characteristic that everyone should have as part of their true potential? Is it something that only comes up every once in a while? I'm just kind of curious how bravery and being courageous as a leader with clients that you work with shows itself. Well, so let's be honest, and I'm sure you've been trained in behavioral styles. There are different behavioral styles, and some styles tend to be braver than others, but that doesn't mean everyone cannot be brave, and, and everyone must be brave. And I believe anyone who decides to be a leader uh, has already stepped into the bravery bracket because that's not meant for the lighthearted, and it's something that's really hard to do. Well, I love that perspective, right, that if you're deciding to become a leader – Bravery isn't something that you just stumble upon accidentally one day, but it's something that you should think about and understand deeply if you're going to ensure that you're an effective contributor to your organization. Agreed. Great. So, Howard, when you think about bravery in the workplace, what are some words or phrases you think of? So, I believe bravery demonstrates integrity, servitude, and grit when others would choose an easier path. So those are three uh, fantastic words. I'd love to understand a little bit more about them, maybe starting at the end. Uh, tell us a little bit how you define grit and what that might look like in the workplace. Well, for any of us that have tried to accomplish something huge, something big, maybe audacious is the word, uh, let's be honest, it doesn't come easy. And you know, one of the things I try to teach my, my, my sons who are now in college is that you know grit is, is required to do anything of substance. Grit is, is what gets us to knock down the walls when we have to climb over them, dig under them, because the things we want to accomplish are, are you know, the big ones, you know, it's just not a, a flat road. Fantastic, right. And, you know, grit is a word that folks use from time to time as a synonym for bravery, right? Courage, grit, bravery, these are words that people kind of put in the same bucket. How about servitude? That for some of our listeners may seem like the opposite of leadership. Leadership is about, you know, taking control and leading. And for you, bravery is about servitude. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So and this kind of gets back to the word leadership. So for me as a leader and, and everything I do in, in all aspects of my life, I want to consider making decisions that make up, make, 
it causes the best interest of all the stakeholders, not just myself. So a lot of times I think people are, are more worried about what they want out of an outcome and they, they make decisions that really are hurting others. And I found that when we make decisions that, that include and serve all of the stakeholders, we actually achieve more success, but it takes bravery. It does take bravery. I think for some people, servitude is hard right? They may not see them as somebody who is there to serve others or to ensure everybody wins, right? They might actually be thinking only of themselves. Perhaps you've worked with people like that in the past. Oh, yeah. And, and but this gets back <laughs> to my whole sentence is bravery was about, you know, doing the things when others would choose an easier path. When you're not serving others and you're just serving yourself, that's an easier path. Oh, it's definitely, uh, well, it's easier maybe, I don't know, in the short run, but in the long run, I think you and I might both agree that it starts to collapse. And how about your third word, uh, integrity, right? That sounds uh, as a very optimistic kind of healthy word. What do you mean by that as it pertains to bravery? So something that, that I feel very strongly about is trust is everything. And to be, you know, to, to keep that trust, we have to be able to be vulnerable with everyone else and, and actually be able to expose um, whatever it is that it's whatever's in front of us and whatever it's going to take. And so to, you know, to give you an example, you know, one of the things I always talk to all of the people that have worked for me is before we do something, I want you to consider, particularly with social media, if somebody would know all of what's behind the scenes here, would we be embarrassed? Would it violate the trust others have in of us? And the answer is no, then we don't do it. But many times it takes bravery to say no. And I love that perspective as a coach, oftentimes in working with clients, we ask them to ask the question, is what you're about to do helpful? Is what you're about to do going to feel good to others? Because sometimes they may say, no, I think this won't help or this won't be good. So I love the three words that you chose, integrity, servitude and grit as words you think of when you think about bravery. How about a story, Howard? Many of our guests have shared a story where they either demonstrated or didn't demonstrate bravery in the workplace and the impact that that activity had on their career. Do you have a story that you can share with us? I do have uh, many of them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you warned me you were going to ask this, and I, and I struggled with which one was the best story. But, but the one that, that comes to mind was I worked for an unethical boss that continuously pushed me and the others in our organization to do things that lacked integrity and in some cases were just downright illegal. Uh, and he would use bully tactics such as threats, shots at my ego. And in some cases, he thought he could even force me to do whatever he asked. And, and I and challenged what, type, uh, what field were you in at that time? Uh, so I, and I want to be careful here because I don't want to um, expose the organization because if you went through my bio, but essentially I was the equivalent of a chief um administrative, chief operating, chief financial officer. I had all of that underneath my command. Got it. Thank you. And uh, so what was interesting was, is he would ask me to do certain things and I would push back. And, uh, and you know, some 
you know, the bullies don't like that, right? Uh, but I would actually review, I refuse to do things that would compromise what I believe was the best interest of the company, the best interest of the employees, the clients, you know, going back to that, I would consider all the stakeholders. And, you know, I will tell you that there were very challenging, it was very challenging for me at times because, you know, this guy would push me, he would conjole me, it, it got pretty stressful. Uh, and others before me had complied. Uh, and when I did not, you know, he made my life very, very difficult. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that uh, it worked out in two great outcomes. The first one is I ultimately uh, wound up losing my job, which was great um, because I was, <laughs> I was not in a, in a great position. But one of those things that was illegal actually came up to haunt them about six months after I was gone. And because I had crossed my T's, dotted my I's, because I could tell this guy was a was a shark, uh, when he tried to throw the things onto my plate and say, well, you know, it was our, our previous guy, all the evidence kept going back to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and it blew up in his face. And uh, and actually, his banking relationships wanted to end them. And, and I was glad not to be there. Sure. And, I, you know, I love one of the aspects of your story, which is something people need to think about when they are thinking about being brave at work. And we define on our podcast being brave is either saying something that needs to be said or doing something that needs to be done is that you're not the only one probably being impacted by this behavior. Right. You said others before you had complied. So it wasn't something he was directing specifically at Howard, but not at everyone else. He was probably behaving this way with everyone or with as many people as possible. And I think sometimes the need to be brave is to try to put an end to or divert the direction of somebody else's behavior that is bad. You, you hit the nail on the head. And, and you know, one of the things I realized then, but this really strengthened it for me, is, you know, and this gets back to trust is everything. So once you lose it, you never completely get it back. And I knew all of the employees, not only that reported to me, but were watching me because I was the number two person, is that as a leader, our people are watching and our actions cause reactions. And in the short term, we may be judged by our results, but in the long term, you are judged by your character. And we can't allow people to cause us to act out of character because other people are going to judge us by those actions we take. Absolutely. Uh, People don't realize, I think, how much others watch them and want to see how they handle and navigate challenging situations. And in fact, I believe that in the workplace, if you don't do something about a particular problem that's visible to others, you become part of the problem, right? It's not just oh, Howard works for Paul and Paul's a terrible leader, but Howard isn't doing anything about it. So he is becoming, in some ways, you know, problematic as well. What are your thoughts on that? I think you're right on. If, if I would have supported and done the things that were being asked of me, uh, I would have been put in the same boat and people would have, uh, you know, kind of looked at me as a different type of leader. And, and, and by not taking that path, you know, a lot of the people would confide in me uh, that they actually, I had to coach them through how to deal with certain things so they can navigate and, and demonstrate uh, their own personalities, their own will in a way that was in the best interest of the company, but also didn't put their, uh, their reputations at stake. 
And just hearing your story, I can't imagine the volume of energy and time it took you and team members and colleagues to navigate this challenging relationship at the workplace. It sounds like it, it was a huge distraction from uh, with others and utilize a lot of energy that probably could have been put into much better places at work. Agreed. So Howard, if you were to kind of recap your story, you know, what is it you'd want our listeners to hear or know about being brave at work? What did you do that was brave or, you know, how would you kind of recap the story that you've shared with us? Well, the, the bottom line is I had a clear understanding of uh, the the character I wanted to represent, the values I wanted to demonstrate. And by sticking to those things, it, it was definitely hard, right? And and it definitely took bravery to to stand up when you know the the CEO of a company is is pushing back in another way and and I think it's very important for everybody who's listening is to understand what you value if if trust is important to you then you got to make sure you you keep it if if uh if, if other words resonate with you you have to keep those things because otherwise you are out of integrity with yourself and that's going to catch you in the long run your gut knows when you're doing things that just aren't right yeah, and I think we unfortunately underestimate the existence and value of trust in the workplace. I think it's Warren Buffett who said that trust takes a lifetime to build and a moment to lose. Uh, you said it yourself that once you lose it, it's hard to get it back completely. Uh, but you know, we need to ensure that if one of our values is to be trusted, that we operate in a way that builds trust. Because if we don't, you won't ever get it. Well said. Howard, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. If folks wanted to learn more about your story or more about your books or your organization, how can people get in contact with you? So first of all, the best way to get a hold of me is I have a personal website. That's Howard, H-O-W-A-R-D, M as in Mark, Shore, S-H-O-R-E, dot com. And there's lots of ways on that site, phone numbers, uh, you know, ways to email me and that kind of stuff. I think that's the best way to find me. And then I want to encourage everybody. Uh, I have never met a, a leader so far that's read either one of my books that has not come back and said, listen, there, 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 there were definitely pieces in there that were transformational for them. Uh, so I want to encourage them uh, to go in any of the major book sites right now and, and and order your copy. And the Leader Launchpad is obviously the newest one, and we're actually doing a special this week um, on, on, on the Kindle version for uh, 99 cents or the electronic version on, on all the sites. And so I want to encourage people to read that because it's going to talk more about this character stuff, and it's going to talk more about some of the other things they can do to drive more results in their businesses. Fantastic. Well, you can't get a better price point than 99 cents. Yes. And it'll only be around <laughs> for time. Well, terrific. Howard, thank you again for speaking with us today. Hey, thank you for having me. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us this week. And we hope you join us next week as we further explore being brave at work. We also remind you to subscribe to our podcast at bebraveatwork.com and or download and listen to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple, Overcast, CastBox. We are everywhere. Our podcast today was sponsored by Cabot Risk Strategies, whom you can reach at 800-222-5963. 
or visit them for more information at capitrisk.com. Do you have something to say yet are not saying it? Do you have something to do yet are not doing it? Now is the time to be brave at work. Have a great week.